0: Sports Open Line does continue here on X. My name's Matt Pauley. We've got a late night tonight. We'll get to uh, Cardinals baseball coverage begins in a little bit more than an hour. And uh, they open up a series against the Padres tonight. One person who is not in San Diego with the club, Nolan Gorman. He has been sent back to AAA Memphis while Juan Yepes gets called up to talk about that. And much, much more. Very happy to uh, bring in a guy who covers the Cardinals for the post-dispatch. STL Today, STL Pinchets. He is Carter Chapley. You can follow him on Twitter at Chapley Media. Carter, thanks so much for uh, taking the time. We always appreciate uh, getting in a few moments with you
1: and I always appreciate
0: being here. Thanks for having me. Let's uh let's get to the Nolan Gorman thing because obviously he had been struggling. His numbers in September were bad. A 138 average, one home run, uh a 529 OPS, a 210 on base, a 310 slug. Like none of his numbers were good in in, in September and now he goes down and you kind of lose some power off the bench. What was your takeaway to that transaction being made?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's about getting him opportunities to succeed in the future. I know when he struggled in the middle of July, especially when the team was just about to head to Toronto, I asked Ollie about, you know, Ollie Marmol, that is about, you know, like what is it to get him back going? And he said it's about reps. Like he's mentally someone who can kind of make adjustments and push through that kind of thing. Like he, like he's going to be able to put that work in. It's just about getting reps. And so I, I get the sense from this is that they want him to go get opportunities. And, you know, you don't want him – getting those opportunities in the middle of a playoff race up here if he's basically a guaranteed out right now. So, I mean, I I don't think this is giving up on him by any means. I think this is getting him opportunities and giving Juan Yepes another shot because he's been having some, I mean, some pretty good success down in Memphis.
0: Yeah, and let me, say, let me just add on to that. They're not giving up on them like that in no way, shape, or form. Yeah. It's, it's a very normal thing for young players to get to the big leagues for the first time, even top-level prospects, and eventually have a trip back to AAA. Like there's, there is nothing weird or unique or rare about what's going on here. So I, I'm with you right there. I guess my next question would be, why did it take them so long to do it?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good question. I, I I think they were kind of holding out hope that he was going to make that adjustment and be available for them down the stretch. I know that, you know, they like the idea of having that all-hands team up the middle with uh, uh, Paul DeYoung and, and Tommy Edmund at second base and, and having that best defensive lineup, but it really just comes down to the fact that you can't, like, you have the chance to move him down now. Uh, you can't have two guaranteed outs. I know at the second game of that doubleheader, they had, uh, Gorman and DeYoung up the middle, and it just didn't really work out the way you want it to. Um, I don't know why now of all times. I mean, Memphis only has, what, a week left in the regular season for them, so I'm not quite sure. Uh, but I guess it's better late than never to a certain extent.
0: One thing this does now is we're going to see Brendan Donovan up the middle a little bit more.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so funny because he's a guy who, I mean – Uh, Marmol has said it before. You put him in the lineup, and then you find out where he's playing later based on whoever he's going to play. So, yeah, plenty more opportunities for him. And you move Tommy Edmond over to shortstop, and, and, you know, that's not his best defensive position. He is a gold glove second baseman after all. But he's, I mean, that's a pretty solid, you know, those two guys at their their natural position, especially Donovan there, rather than having to play third base or left field. That's not so bad.
0: What I'm kind of trying to figure out here is, the way the roster is going to be constructed in the postseason and there's nothing that says that they can't bring Gorman back up and have him as a as a power bat off the bench and maybe he gets some momentum, maybe he hits some some home runs at Memphis in the final week of the season and uh you feel better about him. But when you're looking at roster construction for the postseason, you really like to have that left-handed power bat available to come off the bench. And with him at AAA, and you look at the guys who are essentially, now, Yep has, has power, but it's, it's obviously a different situation. And then you're looking at uh, Deluzio and Burleson. All those guys are kind of contending for that final one or two spots on the roster. And, and you like that Gorman power probably more than the other.
1: Yeah, he's, he's at least displayed at being there at the major league level thus far, right? Like it, it's, it's earlier this year where he was a genuine power bat off the bench and he showed he could do it. Now, the book gets out on him a little bit and he has to make an adjustment to hitting particularly high fastballs. But you're right, like it is a bit of a, an odd question. I, I mean, I'd like to think Alec Burleson can be that guy. I really believe in him. I think he's got the right approach. He's a professional hitter in that sense. And considering he was just drafted two years ago, that's pretty amazing. But I, I think he has the potential to be that guy and could really step up over this, you know, final couple of weeks. But you're you're right, having that, especially an infielder who can do that as a pinch hitter, a defensive replacement, can start games. That is a certain value that you're missing, that you're losing. But hopefully, by sending him down to get momentum, you're right. Like that can be what kickstarts him into being. A real genuine power hitter for you at the major league level. You just kind of have to get him there first.
0: Yeah, Burleson's interesting because I mean his, the power has been there in the minors. His 2021 minors year, 22 home runs. This year at Memphis, he had 20 home runs. I mean, it's it's not prodigious power, but it's it's good. Uh, he hasn't shown it yet at the major league level. At the same time, he's played seven major league games.
1: Yeah, and the thing I like about Burleson most is that he can do things at the plate that a lot of guys uh, his age and his level haven't been able to show, you know, just things like he can send a ball the other way when it's given to him on an outside pitch. You know, like it's, it's little things. He lays down that bunt the other night. You know, it's just these little things that I, I really think he's going to be able to put it together eventually to where he's going to be, if if not this year, next year, an everyday contributor. I, I have a lot of faith in that guy just from what I've seen from him do at Memphis.
0: All right, so I've seen this a lot in baseball where late in the season, one team is really playing for something, and the other team isn't playing for something, and just feels like the games aren't very even. I'm worried about that for this series because I know the Cardinals haven't won the division yet, but they're they're en route to doing that. The Padres are fighting tooth and you know nail claw, whatever the, the they're fighting, scratching, clawing right now, uh, tooth and nail to try to um, try to get into the postseason. It just feels like this is a series that is not completely even in that, and what's at stake for the two teams, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah. So, first, I I find it interesting because it's almost a direct opposite from what they just came off of with Cincinnati, where their season's done, and at the very least, the Cardinals are looking to, you know, go into the postseason hot, and it kind of didn't play out the way you thought it would. But the one thing I I do think as well, though, to kind of give some hope to the Cardinals fans who want them to, continue to play hard is that I think that team, you know, that locker room really feels like they can catch the NL East leader. Like they, they really think that, you know, even though there's a very limited number of games left, they think they can do it. They can win enough games and win every day to get that uh, first round bye. And I don't think that they're going to settle just for uh, winning the division. I think they're going to really, until they're done, until it's game 162, or until they're told they can't do it anymore. I really think they're going to go after it, because that's kind of the makeup that that room has generally.
0: I'll finish you off with this. Uh, Pools, does he get 700 during this road trip?
1: Uh, I hope so. I'll be in Milwaukee, and I'm hoping to cover that. Um, so I'll, I'll hold out for that. But uh, as much as I think it would be nice for him to do it at, um, at Bush Stadium, um, I think there's some emotional ties, especially going to Los Angeles. Um, and then you know Milwaukee's a bit more of a hitter's park, so I think there's some opportunities out there for him that he could do it. So uh, I'm I'm going to say yes, he does it on this road trip.
0: All right, very good. Actually, I, I lied. One more thing for you, uh, and I know you yeah. obviously you having uh, you being Canadian and and just being all very understanding of what's going on uh, there and the border. It came out today that. Canada is going to be easing some of the COVID-related border restrictions. That's potentially happening uh, still during the postseason time, but before the World Series. That can actually potentially impact things in the baseball playoffs.
1: Yeah, it could. It, I mean, it, I, I I think it was what? Was it September 30th or October 30th? Um, that it, That would be taking place when Canada will no longer be requiring – uh, what's called their their arrive can app, which checks your uh, vaccination status. End which,
0: of September, uh, so September thirtieth.
1: Yeah, so it could it could play a it could play a role, um, but it I mean it makes it I think it takes away from that conversation we had in July, where uh, you you have to worry about anybody that is like not being able to take their full team up to Toronto for a potential uh, in the AL uh, wild card. ALCS and ALDS and then ultimately into the world series. So, um, I'm interested to see how the United States responds because that is still a thing that the Toronto players love to deal with going south for their playoffs. Hmm. Uh, but, but I mean, it's just an interesting, uh, little factoid. It, it uh, fortunately it will make my life traveling up to, uh, up for Christmas a little bit easier,
0: though. All right, very good, Carter. Really appreciate your time and uh, your thoughts on everything. Uh, encourage, encourage people to uh, read you STL today, STL pinch Hits, which is uh, fantastic. Uh, of course, in the St. Louis Post Dispatch, uh, the uh, the overall umbrella of everything going on. Thank you so much for your time, as always. Thank you for having me. All right, there's Carter Chapley joining us here on Sports Open Line. I'm I have no uh, I have no prediction on this. I don't know if we're gonna see Nolan Gorman as a Cardinal again this year. I don't know. Uh, do, I, maybe it depends on what he does at Memphis and the limited opportunities he's going to have there. But does his power like that? That's the thing. His his power bat. You want to have that left-handed power bat. All due respect to to Juan Yepes and what he has done from power standpoint. He's a right-handed bat. You want that left-handed power that Gorman gives you. So in a perfect world, he's on your roster. I just, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see him again this year. We'll see what he does at Memphis. All right, we'll continue this conversation, continue the conversation about uh, roster construction and what it will look like in the postseason. Is Gorman part of it? Is Yepes part of it? Deluzio Burleson. Like, we can start talking about this now. What does that roster look like as they head to the postseason? We'll discuss it next. at Sports Open Line on KMOX.